0: Yo, so I was actually going to start recording this episode and I knew very well that the topic that I'm going to start with is going to be how blood fashion is actually becoming a thing or at least it might actually start becoming a thing up until I was on IG a couple of minutes before I started recording and why the fuck is everyone getting pregnant all of a sudden? Like I kid you the hell not. I have seen so many pregnancy shoots on women's IG stories over this past few days Than I have seen woke people posting up about the global crises that happen in different countries over the past few weeks. Like, no word of a lie. I don't know if it's something in the air. I don't know if it's mating season, even though I don't necessarily believe that us humans work for that shit. Because when you think about it, like, you even though you could say that there is a mating season and certain babies are born on certain days, now, all the astrology people are going to suddenly realize that if that's the case, then maybe we have more Leos and Virgos. Maybe we have more Capricorns and Pisces. And that suddenly messes everything up because that would mean that a certain group of people would all have to act the same. But anyways, that aside, like, I'm seeing this as a very huge problem for us guys. Because if I was to actually take a quick headcount of all the so-called famous people that apparently have gotten pregnant as a couple or as individuals, then I know at the beginning of this week, Frankie just Jimid and Corazon Kwamboka, two Kenyan influencers, are expecting a baby. You know, there was that whole pregnancy baby shoot and everything. And you could say that in a sense that it's not that big of an issue for them because this is a second child. Hell, I'd probably understand that as well. Then there's also Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner who are also expecting a second baby. And they've also started having their pregnancy shoots and videos and shit. And yes, it is their second kid as well. But guess what? Instagram's favorite celebrity couple, Rotimi and Vanessa someday, are also expecting a kid. And there was a pregnancy shoot for that shit. Like, each and every one of these people has a certain kind of influential following on the IG or just the internet in general. So, to tell me that guys shouldn't be scared of this shit, I don't know what it is that you're saying. Because, to be honest... A lot of women do tend to get emotionally influenced by such shit and then all of a sudden there's gonna be baby fever and the shorty that you've been getting used to hitting raw might suddenly decide, you know what, I probably do want a kid right about now. Or they realize that they're pregnant and they're like, you know what, maybe losing it isn't the best option, maybe I should keep it this time. Like that's actually something that can actually affect people because whenever you see a lot of influential people doing one thing, you find that there's a trendy following set of people that will always follow them. So in this case, I fear for a lot of guys because I honestly don't think most of the guys that a lot of babes are hitting right now are in the emotional or psychological or even the financial, which is actually the main bit of it, position to actually get and take care of a child. But guess what? This is something that we'll be expected to do from the get-go. And don't you think of coming around saying, Oh, you know, we're not going to have babies just because we've seen a bunch of baby shoots and we're saying, Oh, I kid you the hell not. I have spoken to a babe who decided to keep a kid that she was going to abort simply because she watched a bunch of reality TV. Do not assume that everyone is going to be built to be as thoughtful as some of y'all are. So, fellas... Always use that latex or she gon' get your paychecks. If you don't have latex, pull-out game is the way to go. And if you just so happen to be whack at both of those, make sure you masturbate. Because there's usually that kind of fear that creeps in when a shorty you just hit raw, all of a sudden starts saying, You know what? Me and you, we'd make amazing looking babies. The minute she says that shit, you get a certain kind of fear that can make you force her to take that e-pill real quick even though she has some form of contraception. But anyways, that being said, we do have a podcast to begin. And fortunately, this one doesn't come with babies, so we might as well get to it. So in three, two, one. Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one breakdown podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who is looking for every remedy to baby fever right about now. He's a man who likes his women the same exact way he likes his yogurt. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, the drill is pretty simple, but guess what? This is the first episode of a new season. So I get to do it the same exact way that we've been doing it before. I get to run you through the drill of how it is that y'all can be suggesting different things that I can talk about that have come from Twitter. So, as usual, Drill is pretty simple, almost kind of like Baby Shark, kind of sounds like a song, and it goes like this. You see that tweet, you like that tweet, you want us to discuss that tweet, you send that tweet, you send it to the DMs of at the D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle, where I will take the tweet and I will handle it accordingly. If it happens to be one of those screenshots, one of those screen grabs that you get from Facebook, that you get from IG, you send it to the DMs of at Breaktime on Westside, which happens to be our Instagram handle, as well as at Breaktime on Westside on Facebook, which happens to be the Facebook page that we are currently under. Now, that being said, we should get right into the tweets. We have eaten up quite a lot of time. And yes, this is exactly what happens when baby making is involved. Time is consumed. So we should move it on from there. And... I want to start the tweets off by making this very simple statement. Fellas, guys, gentlemen, fellow men, and boys alike, never beg for pussy, alright? Never beg for pussy. Because there's a certain kind of degradation that comes with it that is very, very hard to wipe off your resume off of your social value as a guy. The fact that you can beg for something that she can give freely is just wrong. It's just absolutely wrong. And the reason why I'm starting this off is because I was on Twitter about a day or two ago from the time of this recording, and I stumbled upon this post that some lady had posted up where she was talking about how her caretaker suddenly hit her up, and apparently he has feelings. He says he's in love with her, and he wants to be with her, and. This guy, she even posted up the screenshot, something I'm not a fan of, but the screenshot is important here. She even posts up the screenshot of this guy, and this guy pretty much just starts off with hi hi, uh I'm good, I'm in love with you. Like no special time taken to build rapport or anything, no trying to get onto her good side and make her fall for you or any of that pickup artist shit. This guy just went straight on in a span of about 20 minutes into saying that he is in love with this babe. Actually, correction. It's about seven minutes. So while that is cringe in and of itself, the cringiest bit came right at the end of the screenshot where this guy says, and I kid you not, he actually said this. And I quote, I am not the best, but I promise I will love you with all of my heart. What the fuck? ugh like i know i'm a guy and i'm supposed to support fellow men but ugh even though it can be love or lust do you actually stoop that low like that's just wrong this has to be the single most situation where you find that somebody has a lot of confidence and none at the same exact time because you have the confidence to highlight at this woman, but you lack the confidence to actually see yourself as a potential winner, as a potential best. Like, when you get to a stage where you're doing that, like, yo, that's just wrong. Like, that's just messed up for you as a guy to say that. Because it's not just the degradation that will come from the babes. You're pretty much degrading yourself from the get-go. Because you're pretty much saying that, Your ability to be the sperm that won, your ability to be the child that actually chose to take in the breath of life and live, your ability to go through each and every challenge of life and still come out alive and surviving at this point in time right now has been absolutely nothing. That your me existence is a bare minimum and it was gonna happen either way. Like what kind of bullshit degraded thinking is that? This is part of the reason why I'm saying, never beg for the pussy. Yes, maybe you might not be at your financial peak. Yes, maybe you might not be at the best in terms of looks. Hell, maybe you might not be the tallest guy that's out there. But guess what, you're good at something. You've managed to do something fairly well. And that should give you the confidence. That should help build you up to be the guy that can confidently approach a woman. And if it's love, you want to go and declare love with, you can go and declare your love. If if it's a date, if it's just trying to smash, you can go and declare that shit. But not coming up to a babe and saying such shit. Like, honestly, I'm usually the one that goes and attacks babes for such shit. But this is the point in time where I'm like, you know what? This is the guy's fault. Because let's not play ourselves here. This guy is a caretaker. And yes, maybe this shorty would have used this as a way for her to not get called out on rent like for maybe two or three months. But that aside, he is a caretaker of that residential area. So if anything, he knows very well that good hugs and sex isn't what's going to pay the rent. He knows that... For you to actually go ahead and stay in that residential area, you have to be willing to put down the rent, you have to be willing to put down the service charges if there are any so that you can actually live there. And this guy wants to go and propose with his heart. Like, I'm not saying go and propose with your wallet, but carry something of value. Your heart doesn't mean shit as a man unless it's backed up by something else. Like you are pretty much the mere equivalent of an ugly babe that talks about having inner beauty. And to that, I usually say that we don't walk around with x-ray machines. So in this case, I will say it because it needs to be said. No one has ever paid for rent using a hug. Just the same way, no man has ever gone to brag to the boys that his girl has the best personality ever. So that being said, if you are the guy that said this, please go use your heart as a pump and use it to pump the blood back into the brain so that you can get a little bit of sense. So let us move on to our first tweet. What do you ensure you have before you get into a relationship? Interesting. So this question was actually a question that had been asked on radio and brought to Twitter. And it was a pretty interesting thing to look at, especially when you go down the comments, because when I sort of looked at it, A lot of the babes are like, oh, you know, self-awareness. People are talking about, you know, empathy, emotional stability, you know, a good working brain. But guess what? Most of the fellas that were there actually mentioned money. And this is kind of ironic considering that the previous discussion that I just had was on guys and bringing more to the table instead of just their hearts. And then this one is talking about what you should bring to a relationship. Now, I'm not going to lie. A lot of what people do say is actually true. Self-awareness is actually very critical in a relationship. You know, a good working brain that has gone through some level of therapy, if it had gone through some levels of trauma that, you know, would have altered in a certain way, is actually a really good thing. Emotional stability is also a pretty good thing. I do not want to deal with an ever-changing cocktail mixture of Osama bin Laden and Mahatma Gandhi in my woman. Like, if you're going to be one, choose to be one and stick there. But at the end of the day, you still come back to this whole thing about money. And the thing is, it's mostly guys that will talk about this. All right. Yes, there were babes that also did mention it, but guys will talk about this a hell of a lot more. And it's mostly because with the growing needs that are coming in and the fact that working class women who can afford their own bills are still looking for traditional men. Having money as a guy is pretty paramount to you being a good boyfriend in a relationship. And by all means, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it's the only thing. I'm not saying that it's the it's the most important thing in a relationship. But at the end of the day, the way guys look at relationships, it's almost like a responsibility. And when you have the responsibility to provide, even though she's not your wife, something that I'm not entirely in favor of, You will find that guys will have to go above and beyond to make sure that they can get the guap which usually requires them sometimes to get into debt just so that they can please their woman which i think is absolute bullshit. but at the end of the day this guy wanted to be with this babe and that does lead me to a statement that i have made a ton of times not necessarily on air but to explain why it is that i'm not somebody who's in a relationship as of right now and that statement is relationships are an investment think about that again relationships are an investment the fact that you are investing time and resources in a relationship means that it is an investment not even just by the fact that i said invest early on it makes it an investment and to be quite honest i don't think a lot of guys are actually ready to make such an investment Because the number one rule in investing is do not invest into anything if you are not willing to lose what you had actually invested. Take that statement how you will. Anyways, that being said, let us move it on to our next tweet. You women got tricked into thinking having jobs makes you more desirable to men. So because you want that validation so bad, y'all had us having to go to work. Alright, so... This is actually a lady who tweeted this out and she did receive quite a bit of backlash on this because, you know, a bunch of other women were calling her dumb because, oh, you know, you think us guys work and get money and try to live a good life to validate ourselves to men, blah, blah, blah. And to a certain degree, I can get where she might have been going with this. Like, this is a bit of an assumption, but I'm guessing where she was trying to go with this was essentially chasing the accomplishments that come with having to work hard and putting in the work and essentially those are more or less the same accomplishments that guys have and to a certain degree i do think if that's what she was trying to say then i can kind of agree because there's a lot of women that kind of got lied to that if they're successful if they if they get their masters their phd they get to top levels in in companies and their chances of getting a good guy will increase Which is actually wrong. It actually decreases because the choices of the guys that they can go for will decrease because women are generally hypergamous. Now, am I saying that women can't date down? No, I'm not saying that they can't. I'm just saying that they simply won't. And there's multiple reasons for this. You can start from, you know, the social aspect of it right now, blah, blah, blah and you you can even move it back all the way till prehistoric times and why it is women looking for a good suitable man was a good thing so at the end of the day like them choosing not to date down isn't entirely their fault but i'm not saying that chasing an accomplishment is a bad thing it just narrows the possibilities of the kind of guys that you can get in the dating marketplace I'm just saying it, I'm just putting it out there. If you want to continue chasing your accomplishments, then it's okay. If you're not doing it for any man, then it's okay. But if you feel like you getting a master's or a PhD or getting to management level or owning your own companies gives you some sense of validation in the dating marketplace, it doesn't do shit. Let me just say that to each and every woman that's actually trying that, thinking that exact same thing. For us guys, we do not care about such shit. Because that is something that we look for in our fellow men and in ourselves, but not our women. With our women, we look for things that are completely different and probably have more to do with you not being such a disagreeable person. But anyways, that being said, let us move it on to our next tweet. Men, how sure are you that your stroke game is at 100 and yet us girls like to fake it? That's a very good question. That's actually a very good question. Uh, How sure am I that my dick game is at 100? To be honest, I don't. I don't think it's always going to be at 100. I don't think it's always at 100. But I do think that based off of how the woman reacts, not just during our bedroom session, but afterwards, should tell a pretty good deal about whether she had a good experience or a bad one. Now, don't get me wrong, if a woman is in love, three inches is gonna feel like eight. And if a woman hates you or she's just broken up with you, eight inches is gonna feel like three for her. So that's very variable. So for the fellas in relationships, I honestly don't know how to help you there that well. But for us guys that will engage in friends with benefits, for us guys that will bang the random babe here and there, normally I feel as though if a shorty is willing to have you over again and again then that means that you're probably doing something good because usually if something is bad it's not like you want it back not unless if it's the only thing that you can get and maybe if this babe just so happens to have a shortage of dick lying around then maybe you're bad but you're bearable so essentially if she's gonna ask you to come through again and again then you should be pretty good at what it is that you're doing then also If she decides to not have you over there ever again, then it could also mean pretty much the same exact things. Either you are absolute shit in bed, or you are so good that she is afraid of letting you clap those cheeks again because she knows that she will genuinely get dick whipped by your dick. Or as some of us would like to say, she will get dictated. And guess what? She probably doesn't want that shit to happen. She wants to stay in control of that shit. She doesn't want to catch feelings because of the dick so she'll be like you know what never again so in a sense either one could actually work to your favor but i usually like to pick the best and worst from either so if she's calling you back again then it's probably because you're pretty good because most women can get dick around them all they need to do is probably lower their standards in some cases or simply just call up a guy and ask him if he wants to hit And if it's a case of you not being allowed to go back in there again, it's probably because you might be shit. But either way, regardless of which two reactions you get from whichever women you smash, at the end of the day, striving to be as good as possible in bed is something that every guy should seek to actually be or do. And if anything, you need to understand the fact that you can't please every single woman. There's some women who are into BDSM and there's some who aren't. There's some who like a guy with a foot fetish and there's some who don't. There's some that look at the idea of eating the booty like groceries as an amazing thing and there's some who won't. There's some who'll take a and there's some who won't. So, at the end of the day, because you can't please everyone, all you have to do is just strive to be your best. And anyways, there's quite a number of these babes who don't even know what really good is. And all they do is complain about how shit guys are in bed of which if that's the case, then the problem is her, she needs to find something that actually gives her pleasure in bed because clearly us niggas just aren't cutting it for her. But then again, I could be wrong about this, so I want to know your thoughts on this. The DMs are open on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs which is at the d. On Facebook and Instagram, the DMs are always open at BreaktimeOnWestSide, it's the handle on IG and on Facebook you can go to the page of BreaktimeOnWestSide which is facebook.com slash at BreaktimeOnWestSide and drop your thoughts and comments there. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening through CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below, and I will attend to them accordingly. And I will catch you guys on the next break.